When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What's up, Managing Madrid Podcast listeners? This is Keon Sabani coming at you on a Friday. And what you're about to digest in either video or audio form, depending on where you're consuming the content, is taken from this week's Managing Madrid Mailbag Podcast, which goes up once a week exclusively over on patreon.com slash managingmadrid. Once per week, our patrons submit questions to our Discord channel, and Lucas Navarrete and I would go through when we answer those questions. It's a ton of fun. It's one of the most popular segments on the podcast. And to access the whole thing, go to patreon.com slash managingmadrid. Today's bonus podcast is stitched together, hopefully seamlessly enough that you won't even notice, actually, the questions are all over the place from one part of the podcast to the next. And they're not actually in the order that we took them in. But there's three questions that we included in today's bonus clip. One is, who are the players that we wish joined Real Madrid but never did? Uh, also, who are our favorite and uh, least favorite players in Real Madrid history? And finally, who is a better fit for Real Madrid theoretically, Erling Haaland or Kylian Mbappe from a tactical perspective? So Lucas and I get into those three questions. Enjoy today's clip. If you are not a patron yet, I urge you to get in. We only do two free episodes per week now. The rest are exclusively over on patreon.com slash managingmadrid. We do bonus calls live on Zoom once per week, plus a bunch of bonus segments, okay? We look forward to seeing you on the inside and enjoy today's clip. Our first patron question is from Ignacio Varga. He says, hi, Keon and Lucas. Recently, Patrick Vieira said he regrets not joining Real Madrid. It got me thinking over the years, who were your favorite players you liked and were remotely close to joining us but didn't? Also, who was the one player who joined, was great in a limited time for us, but wished uh, that you joined, that they joined sooner? Ronaldinho and Ruud van Nistelrooy respectively comes to mind. Uh, thank you for the great content. Great shouts, great names there. Um, I have to agree with both of his names, but, uh, you know, I've always said many times, I don't know if I've actually said this on on the podcast, but Ronaldinho is the one and only player, Barcelona player, 
who I actually was jealous of Barcelona fans because they actually got to enjoy it. Uh, so Ronaldinho is the one, but uh, since uh, I don't know if it's Ignacio or Ignacio, Ignacio would make Ignacio. more sense to me. Yeah, I, I assume. But oh, yeah. uh, uh, just because Ignacio mentioned uh, Ronaldinho, I want to mention Totti as well. Totti mm -hmm. is a big favorite of mine. Totti, Drogba, those two in particular come come to mind very easily for me. Fan, uh, personal favorites um, every single every single time. So those two and Van Nistelrooy is the is the one and definitely only name I can think of in regards to the to the second part of the question. But in, in terms of joining first, sooner, right? Yeah, yeah, Van Nistelrooy was was amazing, but and also a personal favorite of mine in the history of the club. Even even yeah. though he only was great for I don't know two three seasons, he's a personal favorite for me. And and again, in, with regards to the first part of the question, I have to mention Totti and Androkba probably. I think in an alternate universe, if Van Nistelrooy joins us like four years prior or something like that, he's like he could potentially like crack like a top five all-time scoring list for the club. Like he was that good. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wanted to mention, I mean, with at least with Van Nistelrooy, we had Ronaldo Nazario for a few years, kind of in between Raul declining and Van Nistelrooy coming along to help score. So we had a little bit of a buffer there, at least. There were other positions that I think were desperately in need. Um, like, I think one player that comes to mind is Cannavaro. If you get him in 2002 instead of 2006, mm -hmm. that's a massive, massive asset to have for, for a few years because our defensive line was pretty brutal at that time. Um, Vieira is an interesting shout because obviously mm -hmm. he would have helped fill a void with Makalele leaving. But yeah, the other thing with Vieira is that he did not really age well um, mm -hmm. at that point. Like, he, he went to Juve, I think, 06, or maybe it was sooner than that. Let me check. Wow, didn't even remember that one. 2005, he went to Juve. And after that, he just wasn't the same player that he yeah. was at Arsenal. Yeah. And then after Juve, he went to Inter, and, and, and he just wasn't the same. Um, Totti is a great shout. Obviously, Totti was at training a few days ago at Real Madrid training, so he was in the news. He has um, not just the, that this week, but throughout his entire like last 10, 15 years, he's always said that if he ever left Roma, it was for Real Madrid. One player that I, I personally love is Alessandro Nesta, and I wish mm -hmm. we could have signed him, one of the all-time great defenders. And Ronaldinho, Lucas, that's got to be one of the bigger what-ifs in Real Madrid history. Mm -hmm. If Real Madrid decides to sign him instead of David Beckham, that changes the trajectory of not only Real Madrid, but also Barcelona, who went on a great... They turned their, their club around in many ways when Absolutely. Ronaldinho arrived there. Absolutely. Good shout. Um... <clears throat> Brennan Power says Figo could be Figo could be another name. Sorry to interrupt. That to come you know, sooner. Could, yeah, come sooner would have been huge. You know, he on, we only got to enjoy him for I don't know two, three seasons. Pick Figo maybe even less maybe. So two or less, I'd say. Yeah, two or less. I think three is definitely a stretch. So yeah, Figo would be another name that who could have been huge had he joined a little bit earlier. Figo, not only if we had brought him sooner, but also got rid of him sooner too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, if we had have sold him and signed Ronaldinho, for example, I think, or like, or at least sell him when you sign Beckham, so that Beckham mm -hmm. doesn't have to face central yeah. midfield to, to accommodate yeah. and and throw our balance out of whack. Yeah. Sheikh Atiri says, Keon, I know you have good taste in your all time favorite player, Lucas. Who is yours, and who are your all time most hated players? For me, 
Uh, my favorite is Raul, and the most hated is probably Casano. If we're talking about Real Madrid only, apart from the easy names like, I don't know, Benzema, Marcelo, Cristiano Ronaldo, and the likes, I've all, Van Nistelrooy was always a, a favorite for me, and, and also Pepe. Pepe is a, a good mention, but if we're, all, if we're talking about my favorite player in Real Madrid history right now, it would, it would probably be, ben, be Benzema, yeah. Is the one player I owned uh, the most jerseys of. I think I had like three or four Benzema jerseys. I even have a couple of Benzema jerseys in France. Marcelo is second, I think. So Benzema and Marcelo are two of my, my favorites. But if I have to mention some other names, not uh, DCC, I would probably throw Van Nistelrooy and Pepe. You're um, you're a little bit older now, but did you did you ever have that player when you were younger that like you just worshipped like complete? Not idol? really. Mm. Well, I I really liked Mac McManaman growing up. I don't know why. Interesting. Uh, but this is when I was like seven or eight years old. You know, you know, you don't I like really have any reasoning behind uh, this. Uh, this uh yeah this uh passion or this uh, sentiment, but yeah, I liked Mike Manaman growing up when I was seven or eight. Everyone hates him now. Um, because yeah, of his what he comments. Says on TV. Yeah, but I mean, I like, look, I've I've had a chance to meet him and talk to him. He's a very nice guy, and uh, you know, he has opinions that a lot of fans don't like to hear on TV, and they disagree yeah. with, obviously. But as a player, like, he was a really beloved figure. Likable, uh, yeah, he was likeable. very likable. He obviously like upgraded our wing position tremendously when he joined from Liverpool. He was a really fun player to watch. And every time the club tried to push him out, he stayed and fought for his place and eventually won a starting lineup. Like he goes from starting on the right wing, Figo comes, he starts on the left wing, Zidane comes, he kind of has to play a bunch of different positions and he links up well with everybody. Eventually the final nail in the coffin was was Beckham. But <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, he was he was fun. I liked him too. Elguera and Roberto Carlos are also two names that I liked growing up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's impossible not to love Roberto Carlos. Absolutely. Um, All-time most hated, though. We didn't get there. Oh, sorry. Okay, you first, because I don't really have a player I hate. <laughs> if we're talking, again, apart from the easy names, the Pablo Garcias, the Faubert, the, all these but what, things. What's, I, what is it about them that makes you hate them? Like, I, they're not, not good hate, players. Hate is a strong word. Yeah, hate is a strong word. Let's just say dislike. Let's just uh, translate this to okay. dislike or not uh, have any good feelings about. Uh, I, uh, just as a disclaimer, I never hated a Real Madrid player. So, but again, if we're talking about disliking or not seeing the good in them, that may be other fans or other, or the journalists or, or, or any other people see. I will say, apart from the easy names again, I will say Iguain, James, and wow. Cover Your Ears, and Othil maybe. It's three of the apart hate. from the easy names again. No dislike, dislike. Oh, wait, sorry, or, dislike. Yeah, you, or not, a... uh, not mm -hmm. consider them as good as you know as the consensus, uh, or as the general consensus seems to be thinking okay. about them. Othil, so, I know it's a controversial one. I, uh, I, I was on this, uh, on this uh, bandwagon on, on this topic for a while. Even when when he was here, I got a lot of hate. Uh, I always said that. Othil wasn't as good as 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 announced, and you know Othil, James, and Anywain are the three names that probably come to mind. 
again, apart from the easy ones, it'd be easy for me to say Gago, Drente, uh, Pablo Garcia, Gravesen, you name them, you know, it'll be, it'll be, it would be easy to name the, these two, but I, you know, in terms of players who actually got a chance to start many games for, for Madrid, I, I stick to those three probably. I, I remember now, um, like years ago, I would get comments on my social media being like, why does, why does Lucas uh, hate Iker Casillas? Why does Lucas hate James Rodriguez? Like, why is there agenda against them? I forgot. I didn't. I forgot about James. And but you mm -hmm. didn't mention Iker. But isn't isn't he another one? Probably yes. I I disliked his last uh, his last years in the club. I didn't. I didn't appreciate the way the Mourinho era fell down. Was partly because of his uh, help to the Spanish media. I feel like. Mm -hmm. So I I didn't enjoy his last few years in Madrid. Really, after the World Cup, after the 2010 World Cup with Spain, after that it was a decline in my personal feelings towards Casillas. But again, it's just a thing things that happen, you know, things that unraveled yeah. that way. When he was the goalkeeper for the Mourinho years, I was a pretty big Mourinho supporter. Back in the day, I realized this. Uh, I, I had a bias uh, for Mourinho back in the day. So, you know, this obviously led me to not to like Casillas' last few years in, in Madrid as, as much as maybe other fans uh, did, even though I don't think there's much to like about, about his last few years in Madrid. No, there's there's almost nothing um, because he wasn't that good anymore and uh, he was causing some problems too. I think Iker's, uh, on the flip side, at his peak, he's... In my opinion, like, there's nothing. Yeah. There was probably no one greater than him at his absolute mm -hmm. peak. Uh, mm -hmm. He was basically a one-man defense. But I think with Iker kind of disappointed me too as his career went on. And I, I there's like, you know, like there's like certain players or people, figures, not just mm -hmm. footballers, that like as you grow up, you realize they're not kind of like who they, who you thought they were. Does that, mm -hmm. that make sense? It's not yeah, like yeah. a it's not like they were bad people, but like, like, for example, I'm really, I was really scarred by Will Smith, you know, because <laughs> Will Smith was like an absolute hero of mine. Like the coolest guy, he's a fresh prince, can do anything he wants. Like he's like walking on water, but then the last few years, like he's just letting yeah. this weird relationship with, with Jada unfold. And then this whole slap thing. And it's like, ah, it's kind of disappointing. I actually like got traumatized over it. like, oh, like I, yeah. I had you like as this guy who can do no wrong, and then all of a sudden you just become this disappointing figure. I feel like Casillas almost reached that level too. Yeah, where it's like, uh, what's going on? Like, what are you like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, Same this thing happened to me with Carmelo Anthony in the NBA, for example. What did he do? Leaving the Nuggets to <laughs> win titles. To win titles in yeah. New York and never made it past the first round, I don't think, with uh, with the Knicks. Bad you know, career they're, they're, move. Yeah, bad career move. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He, it was just marketing-based, that move, you know, that trade request to leave Denver for a big market like New York. The thing that hurt me is the fact that he said he did that to to win titles, you know? Right. He just was in the, in the conference finals against the Lakers and never made it past the first round with the Knicks. So. And let's not forget... The Nuggets' leadership at that time mm -hmm. was night and day compared to New York. Masai was there. And remember, Masai yeah. turned Carmelo into a bunch of great assets, and the Nuggets mm -hmm. were good after he left. 
Yeah. Uh, and then you compare that to whatever New York does every year. It's night and day. Bad decision. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do think, again, I don't dislike players. Like you listed up a lot of players that I didn't um, didn't like, like whether it was Gravison or Pablo Garcia. But like, you know, someone like Pablo Garcia wasn't like a dislikable figure to me. He just wasn't good enough for Real Madrid. And I think there's like two different things, you know, it's not his fault. But I actually do think Shay's shout of Cassano is a decent shout. I yeah. didn't realize yeah. how much how unlikable he is until really. Yeah. I mean, I I knew he caused problems at the time, whether it was, um, you know, playing around with prostitutes and eating yeah. Nutella and donuts. That that there's that side of it, but like the more recent stuff of like attacking Mourinho in the press, which is a really strange development. Yeah. Like they never even worked together for this to happen. Like yeah. it's so yeah. weird. He's and Mourinho is doing a decent job in Rome. Like it's not. Oh, he's doing a great job at Rome. Yeah, yeah, at least yeah. decent. You know, even if you're yeah. a hater, you have to say it's at least a decent job. You know, so you know, hating on Mourinho right now, even though you, and when you know you're hating him because he's playing defensive football and all that. But who doesn't play defensive football in Italy? So you know, it's strange. Yeah, Casano is a strange and, and controversial figure for sure. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Patrick Udayafari, mm -hmm. he says, Hi, Keon Lucas. I hope you're both doing well. After watching City destroy Arsenal and seeing Holland put in an all-around center-forward performance even before he got his goal in the end, I've come to the conclusion that he is the player we need in 2024 to replace Benzema. Playing with Pep for a couple years will do wonders for his link-up play. He, could com he would compete the complete the forward line. I don't care what it costs, but we need him. Do you believe he will come to Madrid after his stint at City? He's the player we need, not Mbappe. What are your thoughts? I would agree. I mean, you don't have to convince me, Patrick. Uh, Alan is definitely a target uh, uh, Real Madrid should look at and should invest a lot of money. And so you don't have to convince me. You have to come. Real Madrid have to convince uh, Haaland, I think. It's just a matter of Haaland's own decision. City will not let him leave if he doesn't clearly tell them that uh, he wants out. I mean, City are not going to sell him for 150. I'm assuming that clause isn't as real as reported, which, which we don't know. But if that clause exists and Haaland wants out, of course, you don't have to convince me, man. He's <laughs> he's the real deal. It's uh, it's as as clear as that. It's just it's just that obvious. But City have uh, the power to offer him a, a very big new deal, I believe, 
to get uh, rid of that clause. So it will ultimately come down to his own decision, similarly to what happened with Mbappé last summer. It will all come down to what he wants to do with his career. Uh, this is a really interesting question that comes up uh, every now and then, and it opens up a whole can of worms. And I think with particular context to the dialogue today, um, on the back of Holland's performance against Arsenal, which, as Patrick points out, was excellent in his link-up play. Of course. Yeah, like, he's improving. You, yeah, I'm, I'm, of course, the answer to this question is, yeah, of course, we should sign him if we can. Of course. Um, it's like, yeah. It is an interesting question to talk about the fit versus him versus Mbappe, because I've said in the past that Mbappe is the one I would sign between the two if I had a choice because he's more versatile. But it's also true that from a pure fit perspective, because we have Vinicius playing on the left wing, that Holland would be, I think, possibly a more seamless fit. Much better fit, yeah. Yeah, um, because you know Mbappe is going to want to hug the left wing and uh, and all that. So, yeah, I, I would say Holland is probably the, the better fit in this yeah. in this particular context with Vinicius playing so well. And obviously, being the future for for many many years, so yeah. there's that. Um, yeah, Haaland is ahead of the list for me too now. Yeah, and even more so with what happened last summer with Mbappe. It's not that I would say no if Mbappe were uh, to to come calling, but uh, Haaland is ahead of the list right now. And also, more importantly, about this season, he's stayed healthy. You know, which was a concern. Uh, last summer, we didn't know how his uh, body will behave playing on a consistent basis at that kind of pace with that kind of physicality. And he's mostly stayed healthy this season. So uh, it's, a, it's an obvious yes if you are Real Madrid. To, you need to sign Haaland. Yeah, sure. Will he want to sign for you? That's an entirely different matter. I am of the belief that I don't think Holland, like I don't think Manchester City is Holland's permanent destination. Yeah, I think yeah. there's been too much from his agent and father about how much he wants to play in Spain one day. I just mm -hmm. feel like that's a natural progression. I just don't know about the timeline. I don't know. If it will all come down to money, man. He he will have to refuse huge, big money for. To sign for Real Madrid, it's just that simple. Similarly as as, as Mbappe, it's just that simple, man. City yeah. will offer him twice the money Real Madrid will be able to offer him, year on a yearly basis on the contract and also on signing fee and signing bonus and signing fee and all these things. He will have to turn down a lot of money for for you to to sign Haaland. So it will all come down to whether or not he actually wants to to turn down that kind of money. Mbappe didn't. We'll have to wait and see what Haaland decides to do with his career, but it's tough for for everyone to to turn down that kind of money. I'm not entirely blaming Mbappe for that because you know it's tough when when they offer you the 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 money. PSE ended up offering Mbappe and makes be 100 certain that Manchester City will offer Haaland a similar kind of deal if uh, if you know he proves. Uh, or he shows that he wants to join Real Madrid in the future. I will never comprehend the amount of money that Mbappe has because he has so much money that, like, genuine that it doesn't make a difference. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, genuine question. Like, I, yeah. I, 
what does he do with all that money? What can you do with all that money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. It doesn't make any difference for him to to earn forty million or, or to an eighty. <laughs> There's nothing you cannot afford when when you earn forty million a year compared to when you earn eighty. It doesn't make that big of a difference to me either. But well, to us anyway, I'm sure like um, uh, billionaires would disagree with us. They'd be yeah, like, well, yeah. you can invest in this and that. You can buy this sure. and that. Da, 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 da. I just like, we are gonna, we're all going to die soon. <laughs> like, <laughs> we can't spend this kind of money realistically. Like, at some point, you got to value. Absolutely. Value, like, PSG has been a gong show for years now. So what does he really value? Yeah, uh, what if Mbappe's personal bank account when he retires, what's the difference if he retires with, after all the invents, the investments and all that, I don't know, 500 million euros compared to 250? Doesn't make any difference to me. Doesn't make any difference when, when you're that ridiculously rich. You know, it's just... But anyway. Uh, yeah, can't relate, but um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, if you had to put it, if you had a gun to your head right now, you had to predict yes or no. What what are the? Is it possible for Mbappe and Holland to both play for Real Madrid? I don't think so. No. You you think you think only one is attainable? Yeah, yeah. I don't think Real Madrid will will be able to afford both. No, I don't think so. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.